You are about to embark upon a fascinating adventure into well-being, a journey which will leave you with a lifetime method for gaining unequaled health of body and mind and the sense of a new life. The host does not necessarily agree with the opinions and beliefs expressed in the following text. Any and or all statements regarding truth, reality, God, etc. should be viewed as narrative contrived by the artist for entertainment purposes only. The host hereby disavows his own personal responsibility for any paranormal activity related to the listening of this episode. The listener listens at his own risk and will hopefully have a safe yet fun and expansive trip. The characters in this episode are very real and reside inside a space-time continuum known as the host's head. The host solemnly guarantees that you will love them in addition to assurance that the preceding statement was a lie. Oh, and by the way, you're in for some weird shit. Welcome to I'm Sick of This Place. I'm your host, Chad Becker. I've been drinking uh, quite a bit of alcohol lately. My sister's um, boyfriend's in town, and so I like to indulge with him, and not indulge in the sense of get drunk every night. But have a few drinks, get a buzz, and uh, I need to stop, (laughs) because I'm not sleeping well at all. In fact, I wanted to lay in bed all day, so what I did was I got out of bed and then went in here, in my little studio room, and then just laid on the floor with the cat. So, um... I don't know if that's any better than laying in bed for an extra hour, If, but uh, I laid on the floor and almost fell asleep for like a half hour, and then I tried to snuggle up next to the cat, and of course, he's going to walk away like the little bitch he is. So, for everyone out there, I assume your body is going to handle it like uh, my body, that most bodies are going to handle it the same so i suggest don't drink and uh like i said he's in town my sister him and i went to uh see sparks the sparks brothers movie by edgar wright tremendous my sister has been a fan longer than i have but we've both been fans and, uh, <laughs> so we're waiting in line and I assume date, maybe girlfriend, I don't know. But this guy is being very loud about it, very loud. And he's trying to play, impress his woman. So he starts explaining that... Him and his group of friends were the first people in 8th grade to smoke weed. Now, unless you're like a pothead stoner and like your whole identity is wrapped around pot, I can understand that being kind of cool. But me as an outsider, um, uh, somebody that does dabble in pot and whatnot, I'm not, you know, I don't smoke it often, but I won't pass it down unless I got shit to do, (laughs) but, um, so as an outsider hearing it, it puzzled me, it's like, who are you impressing, 
Really? That you were a degenerate at the age of 14? Really? Smoking weed? Big fucking deal. So with him being so loud, I thought my sister, Melissa and Christian, the boyfriend, would be able to hear it. They didn't. They think they were having their own little private conversation. But that didn't stop me from making the comment. So I go, as I'm not being obnoxious, I'm not screaming, but I'm matching his, his, his uh, volume. I go, hey, did you hear this bucko Charlie? And I point, you know, if I can do a little thumb point, you know. You hear this bucko Charlie right over here? Trying to impress his date, talking about smoking weed in the eighth grade. Who are you impressing? <laughs> he probably didn't hear it over his, the sound of his own voice, but I hope the mother and the daughter behind me heard it, and I hope they heard my comment. I mean, uh, I assume the daughter, because it was like a, a child, it was definitely a child, um, wouldn't know what I would be talking about, but the mother might have. And after the movie, you know, tremendous movie, you you learn quite a bit. Um, if you're interested in it, look it up. It's the Sparks Brothers by Edgar Wright. It's about a band that's been around for 50 years and never got really fame. But uh, anyways, after the movie... It's one of those limited release movies, so we had to drive about an hour away to see it. Not a big deal, you know, if if it's a a movie that I truly want to see, I will drive an hour. Because I hate going to theaters, but when it's something like that, I know there's not going to be a lot of people in theaters, in the theater. And it was one of those um, seat reservation places where you can buy tickets online and reserve a seat, and you have to reserve a seat while we're there. So, online, I seen that only two seats were reserved. So, when we went there, there was only three seats reserved. So, I think people that see Sparks goes in threes because we all left together and those three seats were all sitting together and they all left together. <coughs> Sorry, I'm a, uh, like I said, the alcohol kind of making me a little sicky. Back to the story. So, once again, it's about an hour away, and, oh, mind you, we did the ultimate, if you don't know how to get free popcorn, this might gross some people out, but uh, it doesn't bother me, I'll survive a fucking, I'll eat some trash. (laughs) You don't do it in the main lobby, because you don't want to be too obvious, you want to do it in the offshoots, you know how most of the theaters, they have the little trash in the theater or right outside? So when you're done, you just dump it in there, and then you go out your merry way. So Christian, knowing, he probably, he probably, I assume he did does this before, and I know we've told him about it. So what you do is you get a, typically, you get free refills on larges, right? So he gets a large popcorn, and it's one of those places, and now I don't know if it's free refills, but you refill it your own. So then he gets a cup, right? And it's one of those places that have the straw and the little, um, I don't know what you want to call it, the little little uh, plastic cup condom or whatever, you know, keeps the liquid 
inside the little um the lid that's what you want to call it a lid not a cup condom <laughs> fucking call it <laughs> do you imagine drinking uh, water out of a water bottle and you can't think of the, the term lid or cap and you just call it you know my water bottle condom <laughs> i mean it kind of fits it, it, it keeps a drip in there <laughs> um so you got you know free refill and a, and a free slushy look at that don't have to pay and uh what they did was they actually um refilled it in a bag instead of the the container which i was like hey man did you pay for that so you know they, they it was weird they re- re- refilled it in a bag to have me refill it and i was just like i'll just take the bag so that's a tip of the day if you want to be adventurous and not pay dig through the trash and i assume there will be free refills Know the place before you go, and if it's one of those places that you self-serve, you just have to buy the cup. Look at that, you're good to go. Oh, what I was going to talk about was after we were leaving in the bathroom, I go in about 10 seconds before Christian, and the bathroom is one that it has sort of in two sections. Meaning, you walk in and there's the the sink area on both sides. And then it kind of is a narrow, maybe doorway or breezeway. Not like a long hallway, but it just, it, you gotta walk through a little, yeah, I'll just say a little doorway. No door, but you know what I mean. And then that's where the stalls and, you know, the whatnots are. Um, Urinals the damn piss waterfalls (laughs) but i go in there and there's uh six indians and by indians i mean not native americans because that's a rare sight to see it's a rare sight to see one let alone six in a bathroom i don't think that's where their uh shamanic or their rituals took place in uh bathrooms at movie theaters but what do I know? I don't know the culture. Anyways, so India Indians, I assume, and they're young. I would say maybe high teenagers or twenties, twenties, young twenties, maybe my age. I don't. I I, I have a hard time understanding age the more I age, but I think that's everybody at like, you know, at, at a certain, yeah, you know, <laughs> I feel like, let me, let me explain. I feel like the more, the more you age, the harder it is to tell the age of people below you. That's what I, that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> so there's six Indians some there there's some age six indians some age definitely not old i'll tell you that definitely not children i'll tell you that and they all have their phone in their hands i wasn't paying attention i've 
told this to a couple people, and they're like, maybe they were playing Pokemon Go. Honestly, maybe so. Um, but they had their hand, their their phones in their hands, and they were just walking in the sink area, walking around, acting like those uh, robot floor vacuums that just go in a direction until they hit something, and then they turn around. So they were going in whatever direction, either bumping into one another and turning around, or bumping into like the wall or the the sinks and turning around. It was bizarre. And they weren't paying attention because I stood there for two seconds. They wouldn't move. I mean, they were moving, but they wouldn't move out of the way long enough for me to go about my way. So within those two seconds, my first initial thought was what would happen if I pulled out my penis and started pissing on them? And I literally envisioned myself and envisioned in just that second of like what would have happened. And then I go, how about not so dramatic? Because even in a daze where you're just kind of zoned out, bouncing around, I assume you're going to know that you're getting wet. You may not know you're getting pissed on at first, but you know you're getting wet. So then... My next thought was, what if I just pulled out my dick, got on my phone, and just started bouncing into him? Nothing, and this is nothing, nothing sexual. This is just my inner thoughts of, uh, I wouldn't know, assholeness? Is that an asshole move? Is that my inner fucked up thoughts? I don't know. So, I thought about pulling out my penis and just walking around bumping into him because I think that would not that would clearly not be as uh, easy to detect unless I had a throbbing boner which I wouldn't which I didn't might have been a little hard because I had to pee you men know what I'm talking about uh what's with what's with I don't know if it's just me but when I'm holding in pee it's like the closer I know I can release the harder it is to not release. Or the closer I am to the bathroom, the harder it is to hold it. Which I guess makes sense, like, psychologically. Like, your body is so excited to release it. It's like, and now! But I really don't know. And this is just me spitballing. Back to the story. As I stand there for... About two seconds, I have those thoughts in my mind. I laugh and I envision what could have happened. I just choose to go, um, excuse me. And then, like, all simultaneously, like, like, not like, when I went, I'm, and it's like the heads pop up. So it's like, ding, ding, like one after another. They're like, what? Where am I? Like, they just woke up out of a daydream or sleepwalking. And then they move out of the way. Christian comes behind me shortly after that. And he noticed that they're all on their phone. But now they're not. They're they're still in there. But they're not bouncing around. They're just on both sides. Now they're talking. So as him and I are peeing. They're being very loud. And Christian goes. (laughs) 
And once again, it's like a little breezeway, but he's close enough that he's able to like stick his head. So it's like his head is just sticking out of the, the entryway, the breezeway, whatever you want to call it, the doorway. And he goes, Hey, will you guys leave already? <laughs> uh, and that was the time I went to see Sparks. But that was that was a fun time, <laughs> and then I told him my thoughts, and he was he thought that was funny, and there was somebody there, and I'm pretty sure they heard, but or the woman, but oh well. <laughs> uh, I might go to uh, Innovation, a mental health gym, Wednesday, but the the rain that we've been having has flooded parts of Detroit, and that's the area that it's in. It's actually in Farmington Hills. It's a place that's been on Vice and uh, other sites. Now, the things... I was going to go with uh, two people, and um, we were going to do like a circuit thing, where it's uh, this magnesphere, something like that. I think that's what it's pronounced, something something similar to that and after looking at it it was like you're sitting in a chair and um getting bombarded with it says less magnet mag magnetism i don't know the the correct phrase magnetic waves that your phone gives off but just that alone magnets i cannot i can't do that right i got a pacemaker hell iphone 12 battery can shut my pacemaker off for a half hour. I got if I had an iPhone 12, somebody has an iPhone 12, they got to stay keep that shit 6 inches away from me, right? Or it's going to shut my shit down. Um so apparently they are going to increase my float tank and this brain therapy thing which I don't I don't know what that's about, but I'm excited to do the float tank. Your sensory deprivation, you know, you're you're laying in a bathtub filled with thousands of gallons or thousands of pounds of like Epsom salt to help you keep you so you so you really don't have to focus on floating, and it's going to be dark and should be pretty quiet, and and you just kind of meditate. And I I told Christian that, and he was excited, and I said, well, have you ever meditated before? No. Well, I mean, can you even shut up for five minutes? <laughs> no. I mean, <laughs> so I was like, I don't know how you're going to survive like half hour, 45 minutes of just being alone. And uh, I don't meditate that often, but I still do it. Uh, I think I would have a better chance than somebody that doesn't. I'll say that. Um, I hope we do it. We'll see what happens. If it's, uh, hard to get to, we won't. But if we do, I will tell you the experience of the float tank, which I told my parents that my mother doesn't know how to swim. So thinking of being in a bathtub for 45 minutes freaked her out, especially when you're floating there in darkness, <laughs> it really freaked her out. And my dad's reaction to that was, that doesn't have anything to do with magic now, does it? 
<laughs> oh, hilarious. I've been uh, smoking a lot of meats lately. Delicious, delicious meats. I think so far the best thing that I liked was, well, here's what we've done. We've done burgers, we've done chicken, other things like pickles and onion and an egg and just random shit. And I don't have a smoker. I have a, a charcoal regular like Coleman grill or whatever the fuck. And you, you put the coals and the chips on the one side and everything else on the other for indirect heat. And it's, been, and it's good, but man, oh man, do I have to redo the coals every so often? It's kind of a pain in the ass. It's kind of a pain in the ass. What do we do the first day? I don't... Last week we did it too. I've been doing it every Sunday. Just because that's when I have time to really man it. My parents come over. Oh, pork chops, that's what I did, pork chops, those were really good, because they got really smoky. If you remember um, the Airbnb horror house, with my parents come over, we started talking about it again, talking so Christian can have a good idea, and it was, it was funny, because I also brought it up to my, my co-worker last day I worked too, because I... I didn't tell him about it because it was one of those things that I thought I did and it slipped my mind and, you know, we hadn't been working together. So I told him and then I started text. I sent him the, the, the link cause it came up back online. And if you want to find it, I'll post, if it's still up, I'll post a link to it in the description of this episode, or you can Google like Dover, Kentucky, Airbnb, and it's like $45, $55, uh, like a brick, a red house, big red house, and it's beautiful. The Airbnb pictures, you see everything in the house is beautifully lit, and uh, you can see everything, and then you go into the room, and it's dimly, there's two pictures of the room, one with like 50% light, and then the next one is like, 40% light is super dim and you can't really see anything especially the fucking headboard with the demonic faces on it and I didn't hear this but when we were originally talking to the guy in the room my mom was like oh my god because it was like Marilyn Monroe picture or some shit my mom's like oh my god Marilyn Monroe I love Marilyn Monroe like do you really but um the guy goes huh, yeah um People call, uh, apparently both my father and my sister heard it. Um, um, yeah, people like to call this a, a Satan room or the Satanic room because all the, and then this is where I heard it. I didn't hear that first part Um, because all the furniture has faces on it. So that's what I heard. I didn't hear that people called it the Satan room and the Satanic room. And so we did a little more research um, because now, because I'm sure my dad knew kind of where it, what it, where it was, and but he wasn't telling me. So we were kind of Googling, and if you remember, I was telling you that both my sister and I seen a bunch of weird symbols on there in that town, in that area. Unfortunately, 
Google didn't go down those streets. Google stayed on the highways. So we weren't able to, because I wanted to Google, use Google to go down those roads and scroll and find that, 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 that fucking symbol. Because whatever that symbol was could not be good. Um, it's a town, last thing it said was, I think, 2019, a total population of 252 people. And a small town like that, you know they can keep a secret. You know if something's bad going on, they're all into it, and you ain't getting out alive. Because with 252 people, they all got graveyards in their fucking yards, man. Can you imagine that? Your yard is also a graveyard? Fuck, bro. All your family's there. You're getting haunted by people, by relatives you don't know. <laughs> You're keeping up with them. I guess that's a good way to keep in contact with your family, you know? Like... They'll be able to tell you what it was like in the 1800s, and you're able to tell them about an iPhone, blow them away. But, and of course, it's Kentucky. So it's a area that slavery happened, and there's a, this is what my mom was telling me, there's like historic like ghost slaves somewhere, I guess. I mean, it makes sense, but. And, uh, yeah, so the creepiness of that place has only increased from what I feel when it's a small town and Google doesn't go, well, I guess it makes sense. Well, there was another town further up that Google did go, but they didn't go into that little area, so, hmm, and Google really knows just about everything, Google knows what those people in that town are Googling, you know, Google knows their secrets, Google knows that they know that they're Googling how to dismember a body, what, what, uh, parts of the human flesh are, are the easiest to break down. Or whatever other creepy shit. Google knows everything. And Google knew not to fuck around in that 252 populated area. Because either A, they've tried and they failed and they got got. Or B, they already knew not to go there. Because by going there... You're going to run into a group of Satanists or whatever the fuck. So, I mean, I'm going to post a link if you guys want to, uh, if I can find it. <laughs> Maybe it's disappeared because another thing was that they were looking at it. And then the price immediately went up like he knew people were looking at it. Um, so, if you want to go to the horror house and I'm able to find it after this and post it. It'll be in the description. If not, I'm sorry do your best to just like Google Dover, Kentucky, Airbnb every so often and it's a red house and you'll be able to find it because the eighth and ninth picture is a horror how the horror room, the Satan room that's poorly dimly lit on purpose so you don't know what you're walking into.
All right. Have a lovely day.